Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is A New World Order and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber, Chairman of the Federal Council of Zane Australia, here with my esteemed colleagues. The people's champion, the one in 200, Sebastian of the United States of Sep America. And I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Mm. Now, we don't need to tell you why you're here because... Because you're here. You're, you're brilliant. Here. You support and us. Thank you. And you're the only ones that get to hear this. So let's get into it. <laughs> I want to go first. Me. Me. All me. Right. Me. Me. Okay. Me. Okay. Said America, calm down. How dignified. Mine's called whipping up a controversy. Or just oh. whipping. I just pronounced it. <laughs> this is kind of an embarrassing issue, though. Amnesty Interregional has re- uh, repeatedly ranked Sep America as one of the worst human rights abusers in the world. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, checks out. Citing your <laughs> government's severe punishment for ordinary crimes. Oh, that's em- right. You have flogging. Flogging, Why is did- it? Zane, yeah. this is the earlier two. When did I do this? <laughs> I don't remember doing flogging. I think it was early on. I think it was a choice <laughs> between corporal punishment or prisons, and you chose corporal punishment. You've always had have pu- I? Yeah. public flogging. I must have a, been having like a, a fever dream that day. <laughs> I do not remember doing this. Well, now I feel even worse. It was a mistake in the past. <laughs> I don't want any Sorry, of Sorry, I interrupted. No. Embarrassed by the bad press, Yep, your <laughs> government is considering ending its practice of flogging criminals. Oh. I don't remember doing this though. <laughs> so I have two options. First, this punishment is barbaric, cries leading activist Meadow Smith while whipping out leaflets on American law enforcement. We're no better than backwards dictatorships like Max Terpia who flogged their criminals for the most trivial crimes. Seb America is a nation of decency and respect, but these whippings tarnish our reputa- <laughs> reputation for humanity. We implore the government to end this medieval practice now. Are you kidding me? rhetorically asks the precedent's premier whipping Moff Fallon while applying a new grip to his favourite cat of nine tails. <laughs> Flogging criminals is so exciting. Oh, I mean, effective. <laughs> yeah, effective. <laughs> I deter criminals from misbehaving with the lash of my whip. If anything, you should expand the list of crimes punishable by flogging. 
then I could really have some fun. Oh, God. They really don't try to make that option appealing at all. <laughs> nope. <do they? laughs> nope. Like, Not please, unless you yourself are a Let me get off to <laughs> government-sanctioned violence, please. Yes. So um, you need executioners. <laughs> oh, I'm willing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go option one. And uh, Are you sure, Seb? I don't remember doing this. and I actually thought I was just correcting a made-up mistake in this thing because yeah. Zane also thought I had enforced flogging. I must have had some terrible options that day. I don't think you would directly ask, would you like flogging? Because if you, if you were, you would have selected no. I would have no. definitely said no. But I, it's- I, I honestly think it, it, you knew what it was happening. The way I remember it is that it was worded as uh, it was a prison issue and you said you didn't want prisons and so yes. it gave you the option of no prison, just corporal punishment and send them on their way. Oh, maybe it was just as a way of closing prisons. Yes. There we are. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going back on it. <laughs> I'm going back on the flogging part. Now just no prisons so or punishments. <laughs> <laughs> a literal tap on the wrist. I kind of need the word slap. I might, they might, nation states might take it to a flogging. Just a tickle on the wrist. <laughs> a glance at your wrist. Uh, whipping posts and lashes have been transferred to the Historical Museum of Submerican Embarrassments. <laughs> oh, that's a great Along scenery. with every people's champion. Before. <laughs> Adolescent bruising down 12% following corporal punishment ban. Only 12? Yep. Assault figures a punch through historical lows. <laughs> Badly phrased there. <laughs> Newspaper readers demand more complex crosswords. Civil rights activists, now we're getting somewhere. Sunscreen sales grow? Good. Well, this isn't very big change, but niceness was up four and a half percent. That's good. Ideological radicality up four percent. Civil rights up two. Compassion up two. And that's it. I guess you really didn't have that many criminals then. Yeah. Authoritarianism down f- almost fifteen percent. Good, I guess. Uh, childlessness down almost six percent. Social conservatism down five percent. Gambling down two mm. percent. That's Seems it. Like gambling just keeps falling. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, it's not that high All goal. three of us know that's the right decision to make. Yeah. But why is it the right decision? I don't want to hurt people. I didn't get I didn't I, the people's champion, didn't wrestle my way to the top of this government <laughs> to hurt people. <laughs> um just you know, it's just a vote of conscience. I don't Yeah, violence. Yeah. If you if you teach people that there are contexts in which violence is okay they will make up new contexts and justify yeah. more violence la- later on. But even, like, not as a At leader. old slippery slope. <laughs> like, even <laughs> stepping back as a leader into just a person, like, I don't want to hurt people. Yeah. Like, that's... But what if that person's, like, a real dick? Their peers... like, seven orphans... You know how head? Andrew always says, like, the market will take effect? Yeah. Well, yeah. if people are real dicks... The social kill them. The people, and then there's no punishment for that. <laughs> society around them will fix that issue. Yeah. They won't have friends. <laughs> that's how you get another masked vigilante in my city. <laughs> and you know what? I think each of us have, have a soft spot for Dexter-like people. Look, as much as we publicly disagree with them, there's a part of us inside that goes... and see how many people survive the night. <laughs> Listen, I am pretty sure I'm a good person, but I also know I can be annoying and 
sometimes rude. Yes. So I get all, I meet the Dexter kind of guy on a bad day and then I end up <laughs> that's, you know, wrapped on a slab. That's I'm exactly pretty right. sure his qualifications were more than just was rude to me one time. <laughs> yeah, but what about rude to him twice? <laughs> Consistent behaviour. I don't know if he's having a bad day and you're in a and you're a bit moody. Yeah. You know. Like, no. <laughs> I'd just be happy if no one killed anyone. Is that too much to ask as a leader? <laughs> Everybody just just fuck off. <laughs> I have um, a stupid issue. Okay. Well, don't S- oversell it. Stupid for Andropolia. It shouldn't be something that that I'm deciding, and yet I can't bring myself to dismiss the issue. Right. Good. It, there are good points to there are valid points to be made. But this issue is concerning the appointment of a science advisor. Oh no. Not an employee. Well, Not a government employee. We've got we've got what happens? <laughs> we've got a police commissioner <laughs> and an army colonel and on staff. Wait, wait, is that it? They they're trying to open up a third branch of government now, science advisor. Sorry, do you think you have a police commissioner? <laughs> And that is the oh, end I'm, of your police department? No, 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 I'm, no. I'm sure there's a commissioner who reports directly to, to me, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the Great <laughs> but Confederacy of Andropolia. He has underlings too, right? Yeah, he has underlings. Oh, good, like, I have a single cop and a single army man. I don't talk to them. I don't interact with them. I have no idea who they are. They go off and beat whoever they want in the streets and they take care. They keep the streets clean and peaceful. No. We, Clean-ish. We, no. Peaceful-esque. No. <laughs> As much as nation states is insisting that Andropolia is a <laughs> dictatorial hellhole, it is not. It's peaceful people. People. We, we are a non-religion based society. It's a dictatorial hellhole. Oh no, there's, there's, there's religion. There's religion in Andropolia, but proselytizing to children is illegal. Is a crime. Even fight the big, the big ones, the big Ooh, religions. Everyone, Ooh. everyone. So you, you cannot be a member of a religious club until you're 18. I didn't raise this issue then, but this is important <laughs> now. Does that mean children can't be baptized after birth? I'm just curious because a lot of parents may actually leave th- because if their kid dies before they reach 18, to them their kid <laughs> goes to hell. Oh, I think oh, God. Purgatory, I, think, I think God will make accommodations for. Oh, for Andropolia. Um, God. No, I, I think Andropolia makes accommodations <laughs> for God. <laughs> that's, how, that's how that pantheon works. The, the, the way it was written, um, as it was legislated, yeah. I think it's that you can't be an active member if your parents, you know, baptize you and do things to infants. That's you know, and put you through that ceremony. Okay. That's fine. You just can't be. Um, you just can't be an active member of that. So no attending church. Um, church services, not to say that you couldn't, you know, take part in activities organised by a church, yeah, just yeah. that it's the religious part of it, the 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 actual, um, the the mass and the doctrine and all that, that's forbidden. But back to science. So, back to science. <laughs> or somebody's idea of what science should be, more importantly, unfortunately. I feel like saying Australia is going to have trouble today. <laughs> Well, that was good. I'm curious to see what you would do, who you would appoint. And I've gone through the options. Unfortunately, there is no option not to appoint one. Mm. So my hands are tied in that mm. sense. Um, I'm curious to know which way you would go. Anyway, after the government's chief science advisor accidentally disintegrated himself in his latest experiment, you have come under pressure to appoint someone new to the position. But the leading candidates to replace him all have different priorities. 
So he oh. was a nice industrious guy. Eh? If he's yeah. you know, the subject of his own experiments, what a, what a guy. Some of the best scientists are mad. I admire that. I really admire that. You know, putting, putting his money where his mouth is. <laughs> Science is critical to understanding our place in the natural world, writes biologist Beavis Berlusconi in his application letter, which is covered in paw prints and smells faintly of penguin dung. I believe we need to look more closely at how our actions affect the environment. And if I'm appointed as advisor, I'll make sure the government takes the long-term view to ecological preservation, even if that does mean putting a few public works projects and industry partnerships on hold. All right. Pro-environment. Now, now, you're not going to listen to all that tree-hugging nonsense, are you? Kajal's chemist Pedro Gutnik introduced to you at a cocktail party thrown by one of your biggest corporate donors. The government needs to be partnering up with industry, not making things harder for them. If I'm appointed, I'll make sure the government promotes innovation and invention. And if that means loosening up some of those silly environmental laws, then so be it. All right, so they don't like each other. They are most definitely at odds. Typical. A new vacancy for a government science advisor opens up and it immediately becomes a boys' club. Size physicist Fumiko Nguyen, with a faintly deep voice, <laughs> sporting a rather fetching pink lab coat. Do you realise that girls outperform boys in science at every grade in school, but that far fewer women end up taking jobs in sciences than men? Appointing a woman as the nation's science advisor, would be a great first step into improving access to the sciences for everyone. And I'd like to use the position to lobby for universities and research centers to hire more women, too. Quotas, gender quotas, don't like that at all. Is, is, that, is that the only options? No, there is one more. All right. But just on that one. No women. The, the, no, 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 no. The, no, very, the second one, the, the fourth one's no women. <laughs> The very idea that there is some number of women that would yes. be good to have in any any position, any role, is absurd. You know, your competence in 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 performing a a, a duty, a task, does not come down to your gender. This is fine. That, that's kind of the point, though, because what I I think what she's saying is that there has typically been. A, an imbalance due to societal pressure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and that she aims to undo that balance. And that's, while that's not how I would go about Campaign for it? it. Yeah. Start up your own businesses. If you think, you know, just women having vaginas uh, are, are great candidates for a particular role, hire them. Hire them and prove everybody yeah. through making profit that that is a good decision to make. Yes, okay. I agree. I'm... In the midst of applying for the police. Ah. And yeah, they have quotas there too, don't they? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, well, I see. <laughs> and <laughs> or if I could, <laughs> I'd have to kill you it's, afterwards. It's been interesting going through like the, like the fitness tests and seeing the breakdown and the difference in like, so if there's a beep test if you guys are familiar yes. with it. Yeah? Yes, yes. And the difference required for like the, in the, in the, the system that we use in my state, you pretty much get like a C grade, a B grade, an A grade, and they obviously break okay. it into pluses and minuses as well. And just seeing the breakdown and difference between men's and women's. There are differences. There are you know, quite large differences. Really? And, and, do, and do criminals respect those differences too? Well, do they slow down a little if they're being pursued by a woman? I understand and appreciate <laughs> the point you're making. 
But it is just what it is. Yeah. Um, I've recently there was a campaign for the federal police. Right. I saw it on Facebook saying that it was literally the ad was, we are recruiting right now women. Okay. And it was yeah. just like, apply. Yeah. We have like X amount of spots yeah. left and we are specifically only hiring women for these spots. In that sort of situation though, there are situations in which a police unit would specifically need a woman officer. Oh, I'm not quite, I'm just so, giving an example, a real life example and of that, that's this what thing. I mean. yeah. And so obviously there is more demand than there is supply. And so obviously it's easier for a woman to get hired because they have yeah. more need for women than women want to be part of it. So I don't think that really applies to STEM. Uh, so I think STEM is really something that hires on merit or, it is, or at least is beginning to hire on merit yeah. more so. And I don't think you need government to push that uh, specifically. Certainly not, no. Yeah. Let What's it sort itself four? out. Number four, the last option. Whomever you appoint will just end up leading Andropolia into further damnation. Rand's fundamentalist oh. preacher Vera Trevelyan in one of her sermons replete with typical, typically alarming and anatomically explicit descriptions of what this damnation will actually entail. It's time we purge the government of all its heathen influences and that includes removing anyone who might go around using words like evolution or entropy or evidence. She breaks off a chase after a group of scientists passing by. She breaks off to chase a group of scientists passing by, waving a pitchfork at them. I wish I could live my life like she wants me to, where I could just take everything on a faith basis. God, why, be, why would you want that? No, no, no. Like, can you just imagine having that part of your brain that wants to know something before you declare it? How awful. But like, once it's gone, and you just like, it's just gonna happen. I've always imagined that you would have to spend so much energy justifying things that don't fit into your worldview either as god works in mysterious ways evil <laughs> or or some convoluted circular logic that makes it this not is the worst thing that's ever happened this ever. is 100% the reason i never play a lawful good paladin in dnd <laughs> this is it because it sounds unbearable doesn't it to have to live your life with such a black and white look at everything it's, it's well the problem, the problem is religion. I don't have a problem with religious people. No. Religious people are 100% going to have their faith, have their code, live their life the way they want it. The problem with this particular person is they don't want to do that. They want to make everyone live their lives the way that they think other people should. Is that exactly in the right. Bible? Have I missed the part where it's like forcibly convert people against their will? To God, I thought the whole point was it had to be a choice. You had to choose to follow the faith. Yeah. I thought that well, was it the. De it depends on the religion, yeah. but as far as what does the Bible say? As far <laughs> as Catholicism and other and other Christian religions are concerned, um, you won't be punished on earth for refusing to see the light yeah. and believe in God. You will be punished in eternity. Your soul will be. Yeah. Tormented because you had the option to believe, even if you didn't believe. Yeah, it's the gay marriage and, and, or and the abortion convinced. argument for me. It's like yeah. that's cool. I understand your faith, 
don't marry a dude or get a, and have an abortion. Other religions just, just don't. send you to God straight away. Some you're either going or you're not and you how, what you do have has no effect on it. I also wish I cared about anything in my life as much as the, like you said the people that would they kill you for doing a wrong in their religion. I just don't care about anything that much in my life. Like I love my wife, I love my dog, but like I'm not. Would you murder your dog for your wife? Oh, that's that's a horrible question to ask. Someone. Yeah, it is horrible. What if? Yeah, what if your dog killed your wife? Would you kill your dog? Do I have time to think about it, or is this an angry response from me? <laughs> <laughs> you walk in on the scene, and the dog's just sitting there, wagging, wagging, covered in her blood. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's slumped over the conservatory. And he's <laughs> puffing away at his cigarette very casually. Because I was like holding a blood-stained <laughs> candle stick. Because if Jess got murdered and Bonnie was like licking up the blood and I came home and she's covered in blood, it could just be a dog being a, a dog and eating the food on the ground. Oh, Christ. that's what the dog wants you to yeah. think. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, there's no, I need evidence the dog committed the murder. Um, but like I just wish there was anything in my life like, oh, no, you you know, picked up the napkin with your left hand, I have to take it away <laughs> yeah. from you now. I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> Is that ever the option? Yeah, exactly Crazy. right. Crazy. That being said, I think for Andropolia, option one is the right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is the right choice. The environmentalism. Because, mm. Not because of the environmentalism. Because he specifically says putting on whole public works and not partnering with industry. Whereas the other one is all about encouraging uh, uh, government business relationships. Now, he does also say loosening environmental, but I don't think there are many already. So Certainly fewer and fewer of them. Yeah, so I think from an Andropolian standpoint, I think number one is the the more Andropolian answer. I suspected you were going to think I was going to go with the business one, but you have absolutely read my mind. Yeah. Um, by by letting, by appointing the, the, the second guy, yeah, it's giving businesses a hand in the government. Now, mm. they, the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, there shouldn't be a government at all. Yeah. And society should organise itself however it's going to do. But with businesses having that inroad into a lawmaking, into yes. a legislating body is very dangerous. Well, that's how you get corruption. That's absolutely how you do it. And you have absolutely read my mind about, um, about it being number one. Yeah, so I don't, th- I don't think the environmentalism or not environmentalism really plays into it much at all. Um, I think as... It's the lesser of all yeah. evils. I think, I think that's the option that Zane Australia would go with yeah. as well. I was tempted by number three... But again, I'm I'm not I'm not sure how much. That's of an again issue man- that is. mandating something just because it yeah. feels right rather than because it is right. Well, yeah, that's if there is an issue. I mean, and in nation states, you just have to trust. They say this is an issue. Let's fix it. Yeah, so. exactly right. All right. So the fallout. 
because there's always fallout. But even if you <laughs> sometimes it's good fallout. <laughs> <laughs> smells of gingerbread and mine was lovely. <laughs> Although technically I have no prisons or punishments <laughs> now. But if you don't add those two past and answers together, it's great. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> Completely fine. <laughs> well, I do want to get rid of them anyway. Every new building project has to undergo a five-year environmental impact study before it can go ahead. Oh, all right. So that's some more red tape, but it's better than than uh, the other Government options at the time. Yeah. One step at a time. The Andropolian economy fell mm. from strong to good. Jerks. Outdoor well, again, chem- it's <laughs> government not putting money into business, so which is good. Yeah, I mean, so I, I expect subsidisation. Yeah. yeah, I expect expect subsidisation to be down. Uh, outdoor camping craze continues. Man almost catches enormous fish. That's a Batuta Advocate article right there. Almost gets it. <laughs> <laughs> How much money do you need to live? It's less than you think. And teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. Oh. What an industrious guy. That's nice of him. Environmental beauty up 1,026. Wow. Andropolia really is the land of extremes. I mean, it is the <laughs> cryptocurrency of nations in its, in its up-down it's alligator like tooth. 2%, 90%. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, public education up 100%. We have public education now. Yeah. Had it abolished, it's... it's why, in, why? I don't know. Where did that come from? I don't know, but environmentalism apparently means public education. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's what you just gained a science department <sighs> and schools. Well... Well, it's, it, that's weird because he, he said a, put it, a hold on public works. That's exactly right, and there's yeah. nothing about education and yet nation states has up, eh, <laughs> shivved that one in there. <laughs> Trout fishing up 56%, tourism up 15%, eco-friendliness up 13%, government size unfortunately up 7%. Still relatively low, but um, but an increase nonetheless. Weather up 4% and income equality up 25 Everything else is pretty pretty well below. That's you know, all. Just a, a little fluctuation. Not terrible stuff, except for the government size. But that hey, was always going to happen. One step at a time. That's exactly yeah. right. It was better than having you know a, a corporates. To be lead, fair, you've only got one science advisor now, so you can yeah, go on your role of four people. That's a, that's, <laughs> a, that's a twenty five percent increase in, 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 the, in the government. As far as the downtrends, obesity and crime down 2%, wealth gaps down 3%, uh, manufacturing down 75 the economy on a whole down 8 weaponization is down, business subsidization down 12%. That's, Interesting. That's what should be. Oh, the, yes, 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 exactly right. Yeah. Yes, it was, it was going to decrease. Um, it, mining down 17%. Wood chipping down 54%, but trout fishing is up, so, hey, it's not all bad. Oh, that, they're probably inversely proportional. <laughs> <laughs> and well, one's agri- on land and one's at sea, I guess. <laughs> no, and well, like, if you have wood chipping operations, you're not going to be able to use the, the rivers there. That's right. Oh, I was thinking more like all your tradies are on land today, not on the ocean. <laughs> so they all do the same <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> and for the... Unfortunately, for the boost in agriculture that um, loosening up school curricula um, uh, requirements uh, presented, um, it's been undone. Agriculture is down 100%. Oh. You went up 5,000% yeah. though, didn't you? 
Yeah, it was only because significant. of only because of a quirk of the math how it works. Like it, it shot up from some negative number up yeah. to two hundred seventeen. Now it's back down from two hundred seventeen. Mubar Dag's productivity index. Um, back down to negative two point two. Oh shit! So. Oh well. All that enthusiasm for agriculture has been undone by science, <laughs> by the environmentalists. Science. That's exactly right. Hindering progress wherever they find it. All right. Well, let me <laughs> let me put my dour issue on the table. Externalities palmed off. What palmed off? Sorry. Externalities. Yep. A sunny neighbouring nation with a developing economy has been burn-clearing large swathes of rainforest to gain land for palm tree plantations. Weather conditions have carried the thick pall of smoke from the burning across a narrow sea strait and into Australia. Mm-hmm. Option number one. The smog is affecting the young, the elderly and the sick notes my Minister of Civic Welfare as she holds a rose-scented handkerchief over her nose and mouth. We have to send strongly worded letter to their government to request that they do something to stop the parties responsible, if they would be so kind. I'm sure that with their own citizens being affected and with us pointing out the ecological damage that they're doing, they'll take everything into consideration and choose to be reasonable. Mm. If... Nation States has told me anything <laughs> is that governments are always reasonable. Mm. They aren't going to respond to that. They don't care about their own citizens dropped dead in the fields and their cynical profiteers who only care about the bottom line, fumes Hack Scrooge, the Minister <laughs> of Trade and Industry. <laughs> Let's embargo their palm oil products and encourage all of our allies to major trade partners to do the same. Yeah, that'll teach them. <laughs> so, uh, oh. embargo. Yes. <clears throat> teach them what? That we care about abstract concepts like diplomacy and dialogue, rebukes Marina Bannon, a hawkish Air Force, Air Force commander, pounding her fist into her open hand for emphasis. <laughs> it's clear that they won't fold easily and there's n- so much profit at stake. But if we bomb the government, <laughs> who is still left will accede to any of our demands. Jeez. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> like technically. What was that, Sub America? <laughs> Mr. Oh, I don't want to tap my citizens on the wrist because no, no, no. they might not like me anymore. I don't like her method, but you can't argue with her results, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Like if I nuke my city, guess what happens after that? Murder rate just drops. <laughs> <laughs> and what will that achieve? Dis- decades in a never-ending war, that's what. Mocks Shinzo Goff, a slightly deranged scientist who is staring intently at a snow globe. Instead, let's build a protective acrylic glass dome over every city and connect them via enclosed tubes. Oh my god, this one. We won't have to care about the haze, difficult neighbours, or even climate change ever again. This is a pretty good option, Zane. That's, those are my four options. I've got number four, legit. Uh, so uh, Futurama tube system. <laughs> yeah. Acrylic glass domes over every city, 
connected via tubes. This is just like every horrible science fiction film <laughs> where like, oh, the world out there is crazy. The vast wasteland of Chicago. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to say it's a little bit of an overreaction to some smoky haze coming across <laughs> the ocean. But it's smoky haze for now. <laughs> it could be masking all sorts of horrors. Also, inside. let's say your neighbours get into nuclear war. Aren't you going to be glad you have those domes over you to cover your air to keep out all the... Do you know how radiation works? I'd like to think this dome... Or like, <laughs> like a Faraway cage, right? Keep you guys safe, right? Uh, <clears throat> acrylic isn't a Faraday cage, but sure. Can it be in this case? Can we upgrade it? <laughs> uh, so, so the four options are a little bit of diplomacy, like bare minimum diplomacy. And honestly, I'm not... It's not a huge issue. It's not yeah. a huge issue. Yeah. Then we have embargo all their palm oil products, which is the products that's causing the issue, and get all of our trade partners to do the same. Again, it seems like an overreaction. And a huge campaign to organise. Yeah. Yeah. Then bomb them. <laughs> I just bomb them. And then make a deal with whoever survives. If you bomb because them, there'll be a lot more smoke. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. There won't be any ash. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got, our, we've got our smokeless bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they clean up after themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they Perfect. just release a cloud of nanobots. They just get rid of the smoke. Swarm and eat Why the we can't alive. use them to get rid of the smoke that's already there? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, and then the snow globes. Snow globes. So it would snow seem globes. like the crazy escalates by by a factor 10 in every single option. Are you kidding me? The last one's the only one that fixes the problem, doesn't fuck with your neighbours and gives you a dome of your city to isolate okay. your entire country from the rest of the planet. You can get in now. We have right. a developing nation, developing nation, so they're not very rich. They're close by. They are developing a new industry, palm you oil cover industry. them in a dome. <laughs> Because <laughs> that keeps the smoke in. Yeah, that's right. And Let's see how they like it. Yeah. And now your country is fine. I'm going to say that either option number two, the trade embargo, or option number three is just outright international bullying. <laughs> like I don't think that that's going to preserve any relationships no. and it's really just kind of very isolationist. I think the only... It has to be number one. Diplomacy, I don't wanna, absolutely. I don't want to put any more money into a ridiculous snow globe absolutely. scheme. When, you, when, when your neighbour starts lighting a fire because they think it's going to be fun to grill with an open yeah. fire rather than electricity, um, yeah. The, you just the say, hey, can you not do that while I'm home? Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Or, you know, maybe build a shroud or something to contain the ash or build a chimney so it goes above or how about you know, you only, the fence line. You only do it when it's blowing the other neighbour's direction. <laughs> Explore the options and talk about yeah. it. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's see what <laughs> fallout happens. <laughs> Foreign policy is mostly just to smile and hope for the best. Oh dear. That's fair enough. That's pretty Zane Australian. Like we'll we'll do it. I guess. <laughs> uh, sausage gate death so- preventable. <laughs> Coroner rules. Lightning strikes an abandoned cabin. Uh, our new edition, less politics, more pictures. <laughs> All right, so political apathy went up 22.5%. Okay. That is disappointing. Yeah. Obesity up 0.4%. Down, health by 29 weather by 0.03. Yeah. That's it. 
So not much changed at all. Political apathy. Political that's, apathy. That's it was already pretty low, so I'm not. It's not. A, I don't think that's a huge issue. It is disappointing, but yeah. proportionally, it's huge. I don't. Yeah. I'm. The other options would have just been ridiculous. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, that's all the issues. Let's uh, pop onto stats. Um, so, America, what stat do you want us to look at? Have we done corruption yet? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I don't think Since so. That's exactly what Andropolia attempted to avoid. No, we have, we have done it, right? In this or do we do crime rate for you? Probably yes. crime rate. I don't think we've done corruption yet. Let's check corruption. I'm, I'm just curious. Well, I'm not necessarily picking a good one for me. I'm expecting very low corruption. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's, well, I'll start us off. Okay. I started at 0.71. Oh. And I'm on 0.67. So I've gone down. I did peak at 0.73 for a week. (laughs) And then it's been a continual drop since then. (laughs) Uh, So Zane Australia started out at 0.775. Peaked quite early on at 0.85. And is now sitting on a very comfortable 0.65. Oh, so this I'm, is disappointing. I'm in the <laughs> top. <laughs> I thought I was doing really well. I'm in the top 95% Three. for the world. <laughs> top 95% for the world. What are you? Uh, world top 96. Sweet. I'm in the top 46th percentile Ooh. for corruption. Um, it started off at about 2.4. Kickbacks oh, per hour. You started off. I know. I right. thought that was a really low number. Well, but, he but, is. but then hearing, hearing you guys. <laughs> okay. So it started off at about 2.4 kickbacks per hour. Um, it has dropped off significantly um, and we're currently sitting at one kickback per hour. Oh, okay, it's, it's, it's really hard when you've only got four employees. This is true. It feels like it'll be easier because you only have four employees. No, no this because is... you've only got the good employees. That's right. Oh, I was like, you just got four people to look after. That's it. Well, no. Also, if you have four employees, you know, one of them makes a slip up. It's you know, a That's quarter 20, of twenty five percent of a quarter of your employees are now corruptible. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a not a very comfortable figure. All right. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. That sounds for another another Patreon exclusive episode. So thanks for joining us again. Um, please send us a tweet on at World Order Pod. Uh, or like us on Facebook, a new world order podcast, or email us at a new world order podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's how you get us. You know how to get to us. Just do it. Tell us exactly what you think about his stupid title and how ridiculous the rest of Submerica is. What is wrong with Submerica? My title's oh, fine. Just like you've got dogs killing wives everywhere. Well, that's not happening. No. Uh, uranium poisoning. That happened. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That kind of happened a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it happened once, episode two or three. I've been hearing about it ever since. That's right. We'll never forget. As always, I have been Zane C. Weber, uh, the Chancellor of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been the People's Champion, the one in 200, Sebastian of the United States of South America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen.
people say having an opinion is like having a penis. It's really great for you, but you shouldn't share it around. That's exactly what we don't do. We share it all about the internet. And in fact, we advertise it on other people's podcasts so that they can go and enjoy it as well. Am I talking about penises or am I talking about opinions on film? To find out, you'll have to go to our website, secondtakepodcast.com or find Second Take Podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Oh, that's not kind of Productions podcast.